Welcome to the Lifehouse Church Podcast. More information about Lifehouse and our senior pastors, Richard and Helen Kabakian, can be found at lifehouse.com.au. We hope you enjoy the following message. So today we're starting a series called Supernatural. And uh, I'm really excited about this because I just think this is where God is leading us right now and God's got something to say about this. When I talk to people, most people are either super or they are natural. And what I mean by that is, for some people, anything that happens in their life, it's the devil that did it. It was a devil that did that and it was a demon and it was... And then for some people, it's like, what devil? There's no devil. And I don't believe God wants us on either side of those fences. I think God wants us to be super and natural. And this is so important as we begin to live our Christian life. There are some people who, having come to Lifehouse, would love us to be a more natural church. What do I mean by that? Just, you know, can you sort of tone the whole thing down a little bit? Can you be a bit more hip, a bit more cool? You know, don't sort of freak people out with too much of this worship stuff. And can we not pray for people publicly? And can we sort of be more of a natural church? And when you try and do that, you strip yourself of all the power of God to actually break addictions and to break strongholds in people's lives. Then there are some people that are like, man, can we just... Like, don't even preach to people. Just worship the whole time that we're here. Let's just all start praying on each other. Let's all start praying in tongues. Let's all just roll around on the ground and let's watch God do something. That would be awesome. Let's do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, well, how about we do both? How about we do both really, really well? How about we actually want the power of God to do something, but we also make things very understandable so that everyone knows what's going on? God has called us to be supernatural. Now, as you sit there, I'm not sure what you believe. And that's okay, because we're going to go on a journey today. But let me tell you what I believe. I believe in the intervening supernatural power of God is still at work today. And if you agree with that, please feel free to join me in that. I believe that God can still heal people. If you agree with, keep clapping if you agree with that. I believe that God can actually tell someone else about supernatural or f- uh, events that are going to take place in the future. The Bible calls it a word of knowledge. I've seen people do that. And as much as it freaks me out, I love the fact that we have a God who can still intervene in the natural world. I believe Jesus still opens up blind eyes. I believe that miracles still, t- still do take place. I believe God can still change attitudes that we think are going to stick forever. I believe in the presence of angels, and I also believe in the presence of the demonic. I believe that stuff. I believe that God is at work in our world. Friends, I believe there is a reality and that there is a spiritual realm that is completely unseen. Now listen to this. This is the challenge today. You know, some of us in the church, because we're so familiar with this stuff, and because we're bringing our friends to church, sometimes we want our church to tone this whole thing down a bit, please. Tone it down because I've got my new friend here. But that same friend is watching eight different television shows about the supernatural. And we're all nervous about it, and the world is running toward it. Let me list some of them for you. Are you ready? Number one, supernatural. Like, there it is, just blah. Stranger Things. 
Yeah, yeah, everyone's, yeah, yeah, we're, we're there. Uh, listen to this one for a really great title, Lucifer. And we're wondering whether the world believes this stuff. Torchwood, The Ring, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and Jamie Oliver's 15 Minute Meals. Yeah, that deserves to be in that category because all those things are impossible and unseen. Have you ever tried to make a Jamie Oliver 15 minute meal? That's impossible. It'll take you three hours to just cook that little bit of lamb that he says takes 15 minutes. Yeah, sure. Poor Jamie. Why is it important to recognise this reality? Because this is what the Word of God says in Ephesians. It says, Church, put on all of God's armour so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. A couple of things in that one little line. There is a devil and he's got a strategy to bring some bad things into your world. Verse 12 kicks in and says, For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies. Okay, so you're not fighting flesh and blood. But he says, but you are fighting against evil rulers, authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in the dark world, against evil spirits in heavenly places. Friends, you are in the battle of your life, but it's not the battle you think you're in. We see the battle as being natural. God is saying you need to look a little bit closer because it may be supernatural. What do I mean by that? Maybe the bully at work isn't just being naturally a bully. Maybe there is a spirit behind that person that even when they walk away, they go, why do I always treat that person so badly? They're even wondering why they do it. But maybe it's an attack on your life. Have you ever wondered why some people just bully people, but those people don't deserve that at all, and then they they themselves are shocked by their own behaviour? Hey, listen, take a closer look. Take a closer look. Maybe some of the challenges you're going through right now. Now listen, you may be brand new here today. This doesn't exempt you from this. We all live in this natural world. It doesn't just say, and this is just for churchgoers. This is for everybody. If you're a human being, this applies to you. Some of the challenges you're currently going through, I want, I, I want to help you out. Maybe it is instigated by some evil spirits that are having a go at your life. Now, I know that's pretty freaky, and I've just said that to you right now. Let me tell you, friend, I'm a pastor. This is all I do with my life. This, if you, whether you go to church or don't go to church, evil spirits have got an agenda for your life. Yeah. And I want to tell you some great news about that. God's also got an agenda for your life. Yeah. Amen. So I'm not here to frighten you. I just want to wake us up to some realities. Come on, let's wake up to some of the realities. What about these false accusations that keep coming against you and your company out of nowhere? And they're totally unfounded. Maybe there's an evil strategy behind that. What what about the arguing as a couple over trivial matters that even you think, why are we arguing about this? Meanwhile, the enemy's sitting there going, yes. Come on, let's wake up to some of this. What about the challenging behaviour in your children? Do you just see it as natural? Oh, that's just teenagers? Or are you going to take a closer look and say, maybe this is supernatural? Do you know when your kids get hooked up with the wrong people, you know, the enemy would love to get your kids with the wrong crowd. Are you, are you looking into the spiritual realm to see who's influencing your children? Because God would ask you to do that. He would call us to be people who are doing the, doing the battle, but not on a human level. What about the attack on your business? 
What about the attack on your thoughts? Look at what 2 Corinthians says. It says, we are human. Can we read this out together? Just, just, just humor me. It says, we, we are human, but we don't wage war as humans do. Are you hearing that? Don't fight the battle in the natural way. It says, we use God's mighty weapons, not worldly weapons, to knock down the strongholds of human reasoning and to destroy false arguments. What's it basically saying to you? Friends, be supernatural. The Word of God over and over and over again is telling you, come on, lift up your eyes. Look a little bit closer. Pull the curtains back. Don't just see a situation for what it is and go, gee, that really, that's terrible that my life is going down that road. Have a look a little bit closer. See what's really behind it. And often you will find that there is something that you should be praying about that God would say, well done. You know, the Bible tells us this in John chapter 10, verse 10. The Bible says that the devil has come to do nothing else but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. What an agenda to have. Hi, my name is the devil. I'm here to steal, to kill, and to destroy you. That's what Jesus said. But he said, but I've come to give you life. Just because Jesus has come to give us life, it doesn't undo the fact that the enemy is still trying to steal, kill, and destroy, though. So we need to accept the life that God gives us, but we also need, need to know how to do some battle in the spiritual realm. Are you hearing what I'm saying today? Come on, we need to rise above this. Let's not just be natural people. Let's be supernatural. This is what the Bible says is happening to people in our world. First Corinthians, Second Corinthians, it says, Satan, Satan who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. Satan has blinded people. What's he, what's he made them blind to? To what we're talking about right now. People just think life is life. You're born, you eat, you get an education, and then you die. And that's it. And that's what the devil would love us to think. But the Bible says that he has blinded those who don't believe. My concern is I think he's actually blinded some people who do believe. But today we're going to rise above this. Amen. We're going to roll back the curtain today. The enemy would love you to think that this, what we're talking about now, is nonsense. Ah, this is just nonsense. Well, guess what? I'm going to agree with you. It is a nonsense. It's not something that you can perceive with your senses, your hearing, your sight, your smell, your touch. You can't perceive the spiritual world with your normal senses. You need a sixth sense. And that sixth sense is your faith. So this is my question to you. Do you even believe this stuff exists? Nah! Well, then you'll never see it. Will it still wreak havoc in your life? Yep! Whether you believe it or not, Makes no difference to the enemy. He's still going to wreak havoc. But if you believe it, then you can fight it. If you don't believe it, then you're totally powerless and it will do whatever it wants to do to your world. Are you hearing me today? Is this okay? I know this is freaking some of you people out and I'm loving it. Because who else is talking to you about this stuff? Now, who else is exposing this? You know what? Come on. We need to, we need to know what God's got for us and how we do this battle. Do you want to hear a quote that I made up? I don't, I don't have many quotes, but I've got a couple here. I've, I made this quote up. It's nothing dramatic, but I think it's great. I, I might base a... Anyway. 
It says, he who has the most to fear is he who thinks the coast is clear. I like that. Watch this, watch. I'm gonna walk out onto a road. There's no cars. Some of us do life like that. We don't, we don't bother to look. Are there any cars coming? Isn't that how we cross a road? Are there any cars coming? Oh, there's no cars, and then we walk. Some of us spiritually are just like walking onto a freeway. And that's the person that's in the most danger. Someone who doesn't understand that maybe there is a spiritual attack going on. Now listen, next week, next week you're going to hear that not everything comes under the spiritual banner. Sometimes you just made a very bad decision. But we're still going to talk about how God can undo that. But listen to what I'm saying. Today we're talking about the supernatural. Let's, let's understand the super. Do you know Pastor Joseph, who sits on this front row right here, we love him dearly. How many of you love Pastor Joseph? <laughs> Pastor Joseph has got an amazing testimony of God's love, grace, and power. From, if you have never heard it before, ask him about it one day. Make sure you sit down for a coffee, though, before you do that. Um, his life from where he was to where God has taken him is an absolute miracle of God. It is so powerful that when he shares it, people get delivered, um, people give their life to Christ. It's very, very powerful testimony. The only problem is, he worked out that whenever he started sharing his testimony, that there would be this season of his life where home life would start to feel like it was under attack, finances would feel like they're under attack, his own health would feel like it's under attack. And it took him about 10 years to work out that every time he was about to share his testimony, there was an absolute barrage of a spiritual attack on his life. Now that he's worked that out, before he shares his testimony at another church or even in our church, we fast, we pray that God will protect him before he shares his testimony. Some of us need to work out, when does the attack seem to come every time for you? For some of you, it's Sunday morning on your way to church. Some of you are amazed at the arguments you've had with your partner on the way to church. You're like, why do we seem to argue on the way to church? Because the devil knows that once you get here, you're gonna be blessed, you're gonna grow, you're gonna hear some great things. And so he tries to get you so angry. Yeah, yeah, come on, it's great. He's so annoyed by that that he tries to get you to turn the car around and go, go back home. We need to recognise where the attacks come from. I've seen some business guys who, they're just simply building a business for themselves. They just, they just want to have a great life, no problem. As soon as they decide, you know what, I really want to fund the kingdom of God, all of a sudden spiritual attack. Where did that come from? Oh, because the enemy doesn't mind if you drive 30 Porsches, but the minute you want to help someone come to Jesus, he's got a problem with that now. So what do you do? Do you not give? No, no, no. You just got to be prepared for the attack. And we need to be wise about it. Is this making sense to anybody? Come on, we need to bring the super into the natural. Bring it in, guys. My daughter, when she was about three years old, Helen and I were sleeping one night. She wakes up with a screech. Honestly, it sounded like someone was in the room about to kill her. And, and so I rush in. Obviously, there's no one in the room. Well, I shouldn't say obviously, but thank goodness there was no one in the room. And, and, and she says, black dog, daddy, black dog. And I thought, oh, she just had a bad dream. So I put her back to bed and she calmed down. This is like 10 minutes later. And then I go back to bed. Half an hour later, the same scream. So I get up again and I go back in there. Black dog, daddy, black dog. Now you'd think as a pastor that I'd start to work this out. Nah, straight back to bed for me. <laughs> Three times it happened. And then eventually I got up and I said, God, what is this? And God gave me a name. Now, this is freaky. He gave me a name of the spirit that was attacking her. 
So I walked into the room and I prayed against that spirit. She went to bed, did not wake up again, had a beautiful sleep. Now, come on, some of our kids, come on, dads, mums, our kids need us to be people who understand the spiritual realm so that we can actually help them do life really, really well. And that's what this message is all about. I just want to empower all of you to just go to the next level of understanding what's happening in your lives. Don't just believe what you see. You know, the spirit of discouragement. You know, discouragement, is, oh, it's just a, that's just a natural thing. Well, there was a king called King Saul in the Bible. And the Bible tells us that he used to get discouraged. Do you know what the Bible says was the cause behind it? It was, a, it was called a distressing spirit. A distressing spirit. So some of us are distressed at work and you're just like, oh, it's just life. And God would say, gee, I wish you would just tell that distressing spirit to go away. Do you know how he got rid of the distressing spirit? The Bible tells us King David turned up with a harp. In other words, worship. You'd be surprised how powerful worship is. Why is it so powerful? Because the Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people. So when you begin to praise God, God's presence turns up. And the demonic can't stand in the presence of God's presence. So as you begin to worship, friends, that's why we have worship at the start of our service, not at the end. We have worship so that we can get into a place where any spirit that may have been attacking you has got to flee the room because we've been calling upon the name of Jesus and we've been telling him how wonderful he is. That's why we all feel so good when we leave this place. We're like, wow, I just feel so great. That's because we've made it a demon-free zone for you by praising God's name. Isn't that powerful? Now listen, I didn't do it. We all did it when we began to praise the name of Jesus. That's why you would turn up to church really early. Just got to slip that in there once in a while. Hey, listen, one thing I know about God, if he's going to show you who the perpetrator is, then he's also going to show you his power. So the first thing we need to do, guys, if you want to understand how to be supernatural, is you've got to pray a very simple prayer. And it simply goes like this. God, open my eyes. Open my eyes. Now, listen, I'm not talking about your physical eyes. Open my eyes, God. In other words, help me understand what's really going on here. Help me. Help me. Do you know, one day there was a, a guy and he was with the prophet Elisha. And this guy goes outside and he sees his house is completely surrounded by the enemy. Physical horses and chariots. Physical. And it was the enemy. And so this guy runs back in and he says to the prophet, Hey, we're completely surrounded by the enemy. Completely. Anyone ever feel completely surrounded? Don't know which way to go. Don't know which way to turn. Don't know what to do next. So this guy runs in and he says to Elisha, what do we do? Have a look at what Elisha says. I love this. It says, Elisha said, Elisha prayed, God, open his eyes, Lord, so that he may see. Then the Lord opened the servant's eyes and he looked and he saw, the servant saw the hills full of horses and chariots of fire all around Elisha. What happened? Do you know what? Maybe the enemy's having a go at you, but you know when God opens up your eyes, you're going to discover that there are three times as many angels as there are any of the demonic. You're going to discover you're completely surrounded by God. You're completely surrounded by His power. And God expects you to use the power. But if you don't even know that there is an enemy there, then why would you ever use the power? Once you know the enemy's there, then God wants to open up your eyes to the power that's available to you. Where is the power held? Well, Philippians tells us. 
It says, God exalted Jesus to the highest place and he gave him a name that is above every other name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and even under the earth. Do you know, every time you read your Bible and Jesus came across an evil spirit, Jesus was not afraid of that evil spirit. Actually, the Bible tells us that that spirit would beg him, please don't hurt us. Jesus is the hero. He's, here we are, we're all afraid of the demonic, but yet the demonic are afraid of our Jesus. Now, here's the kicker. Here's the kicker. The Bible says that greater is he that is in you. Do you know, once, once you get Jesus into your life, now the demonic is afraid of you. But do you know that? Or are they still playing tricks, trying to make you scared of them? Today, we're going to fully roll this back. We're going to know who we are in Jesus. Amen? Come on, give the Lord a huge round of applause. I love this. Friends, the world is waiting for God's people, you and me, to step into the supernatural. I think the world's got enough of the natural. Chemicals, pills, counsellors, psychiatrists. Hey, all that is awesome. Great. But that's the natural. God's calling us to be super natural. Supernatural. Am I against these things? No, no. All I'm asking you to do is, when was the last time you prayed? Rather than just immediately running to the hospital, immediately running to the doctor, immediately running to, to drugs, why don't we immediately run to the one and say, God, can you please heal me? Wouldn't, wouldn't that be much easier? God, can you please heal me? Can you please open up my eyes? Can you please show me? Can you please do something in my life? Rather than running immediately to the natural, come on, we've got to be people that run to the supernatural. People need healing. People need miracles. And maybe you're a person in this room right now. You know, we went to a wedding just on the weekend and there was a lady there and she was, she, her leg was twisted, her arm was twisted and she was sitting there the whole night and she knew that there were some pastors in the room and one of the pastors went up to her and said, excuse me, do you mind if we pray for you? And she said, sure. You'd be surprised how willing people are for you to pray for them. And so she said, sure. And so these guys, Nick and a few of the guys and Pastor Derek, they all get around this lady. They start praying in Jesus' name and her twisted leg starts to twist back. She's got crutches. She eventually gives the crutches to her husband and she starts walking with her twisted leg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand why you're doing that. And while we're still gobsmacked, God's still doing miracles out there somewhere. And listen, I've got to tell you something. They didn't have a 15-hour prayer meeting. They didn't all fast for 18 days. They just started praying because the power is in the name of Jesus. And that power is so strong. Our world is desperate for some people to say, I've got a supernatural God and I'm happy to pray for you. I went to my tailor recently. The lady that does my hemmings, an older Italian lady. And she was really distracted when I went there. She was on the phone. Her face was red. And she was really, really distracted and, you know, uh, instead of doing, you know, the hem, I, I eventually had to just do it myself. I was there, you know, trying to hem my own garments, you know, like, uh, my, all my pants are all different lengths now. But anyway, besides that, and I said to her, her, her name's Nucha. I said, Nucha, what, what, what's the matter? She said, uh, no, I sick. Italian lady, I sick. What's the matter? I, I have the whooping cough. 
She's got the whooping cough. And she was on the phone to her daughter, telling her to come and take me to the hospital. That's why she was so distracted. And so I'm there. And I just said, Bucha, can I, can I pray for you? Yeah, you pray. You pray. <laughs> I love it. When people need healing from God, I'm telling you, they're open. And so she goes, yeah, you pray. So I start laying my hand on her. She grabs me by the waist. It's really cute. She actually grabs me by the waist. And, and she's like there. And I'm praying in Jesus' name. I even did a little bit of the, I had to do the whole, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy, you know, because you've got to help them with that stuff, right? So there, right, blah, 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 blah. And I just prayed. Honestly, the prayer took 30 seconds. I left. I come back a couple of days later. Oh, Rich. I'm much better. I'm much, I'm much the better. Oh, that's great. Nucha, praise God. Oh, no, this is, this is great. Yeah. So anyway, so she, she hands over my jeans. And on top of the jeans is like another, a girl's name, a mobile number, and an address. And I'm like, oh, she's obviously put someone else's details on my clothes. I said, so Nucha, here you go. She goes, no, 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 no. This, this, this is my daughter. I said, why have I got this? She said, because you pray for me, I get better. Her house full of demons. My daughter looked like a Ghostbuster here, or what's going on? <laughs> yeah, you go, you go, you help, you help, you pray, you pray. So, oh, all right. So I get into the car. You know how these things usually work? You end up bringing the person. They're like, "Who are you? What? Get out of here!" I don't want. So I end up bringing this girl. I said, "Excuse me, look, your mum's given me your number. She's told me that you've got." She goes, "Please, can you come? Please." That's listen. That's our world out there. Yeah. yeah so we're all sitting here going, "That's what people are desperate for." Yeah. Right? Come on. Rise up, church. Rise up. Rise up. People, people want the supernatural. They want it. They want the supernatural. They've had enough of the natural. They can't seem to get rid of it. And God wants to use us. Come on, let's bring the super into our natural. Come on, I'm going to challenge every one of you. What's going on in your life right now that you just think, this is really strange. Don't you see it as natural? Can you please, I, I, I'm asking you as your pastor who really loves you, can you start to see it as maybe it's supernatural? Okay, and can we start to deal with the enemy on a supernatural basis? Yeah. You know, there are some people in this room right now and you need healing. And I don't want to freak you out and we're not here to embarrass anybody. But I'm pretty convinced if you've got a sense, if you desperately do need healing, I don't think you really care about being embarrassed. Yeah. You just, you're just sick and tired of having to take that medication, going to that place, doing whatever it is you've got to do. I think some of you just need complete healing from God. And you know what? I'm not going to let you leave this place until I at least offer it to you. Hi, I'm Richard Gabakian, pastor of Lifehouse Church. Just wanted to say thank you for listening to this message and I hope and pray that you feel that it's added value to your life. My greatest desire is to see people develop a personal relationship with Jesus, which can begin by praying a very simple prayer. I'm going to pray that prayer right now. And if you'd like to begin that relationship, you can just repeat after me. Lord Jesus, I need you in my life. I choose you as my only hope of being forgiven. Please come into my life and let me begin a relationship with you that will last for all eternity. If you've prayed that prayer, we would love to know about it and celebrate your fantastic decision. You can do that by sending an email to mydecision at lifehouse.com.au. We look forward to hearing from you.